today, getting paid what you are worth. How to put a price tag on yourself. This is the Seven Figures Podcast. Smart money strategies for women with Sandy Waters. Sheila Kennedy is here with us and you are no stranger to the podcast. You have been on so many times. Thank you for coming back in. Thank you for having me. I love being here. Okay, so now if we were to say Sheila Kennedy, who are you and what do you do? I am, wow, that's a question, right? I know, right? Because (laughs) you do so much. Like, I'm just going to ask her right? how she would say it. Okay, so we're talking about author, publisher, um, you know, getting into publicity work, entrepreneur, um, mother, you know, I do it, do all. it all. You do. Yeah. You do it all. That's why we, and the last time you and I were talking, we're like, this is the biggest struggle for a lot of us. How to say, hey, I am worth this much. Right. And stick to it. Yeah. It's hard because... You know, putting a value on yourself and, and a price tag, if you will, is is hard. And mm-hmm. so, you know, there's some things that I think people don't realize that need to go into pricing yourself. Uh, aside from just, you know, well, the the market is charging this, so I should charge this. Yeah. Um, because a lot of times people are, you know, that have done the work, uh, mindset work, or, you know, even done the, the calculations based on, okay, I have this expense, this expense, this expense, and this expense going into what I offer, but I'm not even covering those expenses because I don't feel like I can charge that much or, you know, that kind of thing. And so I think that there's so much that goes into pricing and value There's that we a, really have to kind of pick it yeah. apart. And a lot of it is is a mental game we play with ourselves. It is. It's a confidence, yeah. right? Do we Absolutely. think we, or a lot of us, and I don't want to say everybody, but a lot of us, we will go in and be like, oh, you can't afford that? Okay, fine. I'll take whatever you can afford. <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, because right. we don't know how much, or we overvalue ourselves. Mm-hmm. Based on how much we want, we kind of get greedy. Or we hear what other people are getting, that we feel like we deserve that. And maybe, hey, we don't. Right. Well, and I think, you know, that's part of uh, the the struggle is that there are people that are charging premium prices, but a lot of them have done the work in order to achieve that premium price. You know, you're a startup. You can't, you know, you're not going to garner the same kind of, of investment from yeah. people that people have been doing this for 20 years have done the work have put in the the struggle the sweat the tears all of that kind of thing um they've earned that right to make premium dollars startups aren't necessarily at that same playing field so you know it depends on where you are in your career what you're who you're working with and yeah. cla- able to collaborate with and that kind of thing um you can't always just go what's based on the current market pricing because some people have been, you know, have earned the right to, yeah. to make what they're making. And just because you've been at it at a long, uh, for a long time though, doesn't necessarily no. mean you can charge a lot though too. You no. need the credibility behind it. Absolutely. Uh, so would you say there's a formula or can you give us some things that we should think about when we're trying to figure out how we should price ourselves, what our price tag should be? And we're talking about this from the side of, even, you know, just walking into your boss's office saying, hey, I deserve this much or your first time job or your side hustle, whatever it might be. Right. Well, I think part of it, to, first and foremost, we have to look at the expenses that got you to this place. Okay. Right. So 
um, you know, especially in the entrepreneurial world, uh, you know, if you're paying for your website, if you're paying for a rent for your location, you know, kind of look at what your overhead is. And that's going to help you determine what you need to make in order to cover those expenses. Because, okay. again, we don't want to work for free and we definitely don't want to work at a deficit. So, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, it, it's being able to put all of that into the, the formula. Um, you know, can you really put a price tag on your time? And that's the thing that people don't really understand. And pricing your time is, is difficult. I, I kind of tend to price jobs as opposed to time because, you know, there was, a, there was an experience that I had. You know, I was going to provide a retreat day for a local company. And, you know, when I put the bid in, it was, you know, I thought, so I'm going to make $4,000 on this, okay? And we're doing an eight-hour day, which is eight hours of FaceTime just in there. Well, there's at least 40 to 50 hours of prep time that goes mm. into that eight hours of FaceTime. So, you know, it looks like I'm making $500 an hour if you just look at the time I'm going to be in front of the group. However, if you add in that 40 to 50 hours that are going to be prep time, I'm not making very much at all you know, and then meeting my expenses. Yeah. So I think that sometimes people have to understand that whatever you say is going to be FaceTime or service time is usually going to at least be 12, you know, two to three to five to 20 hours of prep before you get in there. So you kind of have to average that How much that do in. you explain that to the client? Do you have to explain how you get to a number or do you just say, firm, this is the number? Well, or do you provide options like a you know a pricing tier? I guess you could say. Well, you can do it a number of ways. So usually, I don't explain how I arrived at that that price or that investment. Uh, and again, remember, I'm talking about investment, not pricing, because when we talk about pricing, it's just a exchange of goods, right? So uh, okay. okay, but most Mentally of the time, when people like as, work okay. with me, especially, it's an investment. They're investing in themselves, they're investing in their platform, they're investing in their future. So that's a very different mindset than yeah. this is, you know, this little thing I'm going to charge you. You know, when we're talking about book, I talk about price. Uh, when I talk about coaching or when I talk about publishing or things like that, that's an investment. Okay. All right. So I think that there, there's a difference right there that, yeah. you know, we have to, as business owners or as we're going into, you know, negotiate salary and things like that. Uh, we need to look at that as an investment. You're investing in me because this is what I'm producing for you. Yourself, you have to believe in yes. that and you have to say those words. Absolutely. Investing. Okay. Absolutely. So um, when I usually don't talk about how the investment gets created or how I arrive at that number unless I'm asked. So that's not necessarily something that they... I, I need to share. I don't feel the desire you okay. know, or the need to justify how I got to that point. And some of us d are constantly feeling the need to yeah. justify, right? No, yeah. exactly. And I don't feel that we need to. Okay. Um, if somebody asks me, well, how do you justify or how do you get to uh, that price point? Well, I can tell them, well, I have to pay people to do certain services and I need to do this. And this is how much time that's going to be. You know, it was really interesting um, just this past weekend, I have been content editing a book for somebody. And, you know, there's a price for that. And, and I know that that's going to require three revisions. That means I'm going to have to read that book at least three times mm. and take the time. And, you know, I mean, depending on how long the book is, that can take 
anywhere from two to 10 hours at each revision. And a bunch of us mamas are like, you have time to read books? Right, what? exactly. That's part of your right? job? Right, it is. It's part of my job. Well, Good luck with that. Right. <laughs> and, and you know, the, the author was, you know, kind of balking at the price when I first uh, yeah, told yeah. her that, you know, this would be the investment. She's like, wow, that's a lot of money. And, you know, I'm like, hey, I can't do it for less than that because I know how much of this goes into that. Right? Sure. Undivided attention right. to this project. Your time is worth something. So when she came back yesterday and said, it took me 10 hours to go through this. And I was like, exactly. Uh, so when I sent them to her and she then had to make the revisions and accept and reject and, and all of those things, the comments that I made, it took her 10 hours to then make the revisions and, you know, finish the writing and that kind of thing. And all of a sudden, I, kind of, I think it kind of clicked. She's like, wow, there's a lot more to this than I expected. Yeah. And so, you know, sometimes you have to walk them through that process and, and you know, explain why you come, you arrive at the prices that you do. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I don't, but I don't think we have to justify. Okay. I want to go back for just a second and reinforce the distinction you made between a price and an investment. That's key, right? Establishing that and positioning it in that way. You're selling a solution. Nobody cares about the features of the thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whether it's us or, you know, the service we provide or our product that we're giving. Um, they usually want to find out what's in it for them and how is this going to alleviate some kind of point, pain point, if you will, in their lives. So when you go into your boss and say, okay, these are the, this is the requirement for my position. This is what I bring to the table. This is what it's bringing to you. Then... Uh, it's, it's a lot different conversation than I think I need to make $5,000 more. If you come in with that argument, there is no argument. That's just a desire for you. If you aren't capable or, or willing to lay out why that investment is a solid investment for them. Facts, hard facts. Right. And, you know, it's not just I feel like uh, <laughs> this is I am really doing this. I am really providing this. You know. It's funny because sometimes when I am doing an investment schedule, um, if somebody's going to make money off of what I'm offering them, then I don't feel like it's unreasonable to have a bigger or a higher investment than for somebody who's really just trying to get unstuck. Because ultimately, everybody's going to make more money if they invest in what I give them or, or offer them, okay. right? Yeah. So I think that when we look at it that way, what is this person going to actually achieve because of working with me or buying my product or, you know, the service that I'm providing? I think that makes a big difference when we are looking at the investment. So when do you say no and walk away? When I, you know, like if somebody says trying to get a discount and things like that. No discounts. No discounts. Okay. Um, there are times when there's, you know, it's appropriate and it's, but it's on a case by case basis. Mm -hmm. um, there's reason, you know, there's there's ways to be able to to get the full investment if that's what, you know, you're uh, feeling convicted about, right? So you can offer a payment plan. You can. Uh, there's ways to make that more comfortable so that they can last. You know, make it yeah. achievable. 
I think it's human nature for a lot of us to try to get the discount, right? Well, it's yeah. like a natural high for all of us. I will be the first to say when I walk out of that store and I got a deal on something, <laughs> I am having a good day. So when you go into this and you're on the other side of the table, just recognize that they are going to try to get a discount from you, but you should be firm. Absolutely. I really believe it's fairly priced. I do. I, I do believe that wholeheartedly. The other thing is, is I, okay, so if you feel like you need to get a certain amount out of every customer or client, mm-hmm. um, and, you know, I'm not, I hesitate to say it that way, but, you know, I mean, we do have to get paid a certain amount in order to make our lifestyle work sure. and, and, you know, our business grow and things like that. So if you have to have this drop dead point and you know that, you can't go any lower, then you need to price it higher. So that if you are going to come down, if you are going to offer the discount, if you are going to try and make it so that it's accessible, then you need to start higher because it's much harder. I was just going through this last night, right? We <laughs> we teach what we most need to learn. Uh, if If it's easier to start higher mm-hmm. and come down, it's a lot harder to set your prices low, and then raise them. People are like, what are you talking about? What do you, what do you mean? I used to get it last year. I got it for this. And now you want me to come, you know, I mean, even when you go into the grocery store and things are typically $1.99 at Wegmans or wherever. Yeah. And now they're three nineteen, and we're like, well, what the heck? It was $1.99 before, and I always bought it, and it was my go-to, and I loved it, and but now I'm not willing to pay three nineteen. We have that. That yeah. that disconnect, right? So, if you what I what I think is the most solid strategy is is figure out your drop dead point. Like you can't go any lower, you can't, and then adjust from there. So, if you know you're going into a client that or into a boss or whatever, and you know that you're going to have a negotiation process, I don't necessarily think that. Salary is different negotiation than, you know, I'm offering you a service and this is what it costs. But um, when you're going to the negotiation, give yourself some room. Yeah. Yeah. Because you don't want to walk away going, okay, now I'm losing money. I got the job, but I'm losing money. Yeah. Because that's not okay. For those of you who it's been a struggle, it is a struggle to put a price tag on your time. Now, you know, you can look through the lens of seeing it as an investment. And it's going to pull you away from something else you could be doing, another opportunity, money-making opportunity. Right. Well, and, you know, dedicating, right? there's a lot of people that want to do things for free in order to get exposure. And, you know, there's that. Yes. There's a lot of that. And I understand that. And, and, yes, there's a time and a place for that. And I think it's a case-by-case basis. But what you have to understand is that for me to come in and do, let's say, a one-hour speaking engagement for free, that's if I'm if my going rate right now for an hourly consultation is $150, you've just cost me $150 to do to provide this service for your organization for free, and that's only my FaceTime. That doesn't include the time that it's going to cost me to prep for this or you know this event the driving to and from. So once you put in the prep time and the travel time, I've now put in four to five hours at $150 an hour. But I'm doing this for free because you're going to give me exposure? That doesn't really feel right. That doesn't feel like an, an even exchange of energy to me. And, and I think that, 
you know, I understand. I've been on that side. I've been on that in that place where I didn't have the capital to be able to to budget in mm-hmm. paying people to do things and and you know things like that. However, we get a better product when there's some skin in the game, right? We get a better service when there's some skin in the game. And it's not so much I learned this basically when I was running my home staging business. When realtors would pay for a staging consultation for their customers, for their clients. Um, The work never got done to the same degree as when the homeowners paid for the staging because the homeowners have no skin in the game. They don't. So when I would come in and give them eight pages of recommendations on what they should do to prepare their house for sale, Um, they would take it and they would, you know, I'd come up with, they'd walk away with a top 10 list. These are the top 10 things you need to do. They might do, some of them would do all 10. Some of them would do two. Some of them would do three or four. Um, But the people who paid for it did all 10. The people that didn't pay for it, it was optional because they had no skin in the game. Yeah, well, that makes sense. You know, so I, I often, you know, hate to just, have other people. So I would say to the realtors that I got to a point where I was like, they, you can pay half, but they have to have some investment because mm-hmm. if not, you're throwing away money because they're not going to do it. That's it. Stop selling yourself short. Well, you are now going to put the right price tag on your value. Absolutely. Well, and it's a hard thing to learn. Yeah. I was going through this just last night. Like I said, I my time has become a premium. I only have so many hours in the day to do all of the work that needs to get done. And what I was finding is that it's, I, I had to go through and evaluate my pricing last night and change some of my pricing because the service is at a point, it is an entry level point that's too easy, that's too easy of a yes because I'm getting a volume of work, but mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't have the time to, to yeah. you know, to, dedicate to all of it. So I have to make it so that it's a a little bit more of a stretch for people because I really need people that are invested um, in order to give them the premium of my time right now. Isn't it perception too? Mm -hmm. When something is at a higher ticket price, Mm -hmm. you just value it. Yeah. When you, you pay a premium for something, you expect a premium in return. So if you do undervalue yourself, mm-hmm. well, now their perception, whether they consciously think about it in that way or not, is. Right. Well, and, you know, that that happens time and time again. Yeah. And my brother has been, uh, you know, he's a financial planner, risk management guy. You know, he, he does that all the time. And he would say to me, Sheila, you've discounted your price or you your pricing is so low that people don't see the value in it uh, because yep. there's just. You know, it's too accessible. If you tell me that you can provide me the answer to my parenting problems and you are only charging me $49 to do it, I'm going to say you probably don't have the answer for me. Oh. And and I found that, you know, I one of the very first um, interviews I ever did when I started my business in Rochester and I was coaching and um, I was offering this service where you would come and create art. And there was a whole lot of coaching involved in that. It was a three and a half hour event or four hour Mm -hmm. event when they would come to the studio and, and do all that. And I was charging them $15. There was no way I was, but I was so afraid that they wouldn't pay for it if it was a little bit more money or that it was, 
<laughs> I mean, I look back now and I cringe at that interview. Whenever I watch it, I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> Well, but it's, what was we I were thinking? But we were, we were all in those shoes. Exactly. Or you, yeah, yeah. exactly. You're just so eager so, to get business too. Yeah, you're so you just. I don't want to say desperate, but kind of desperate a little bit. and eager to be like, yeah, I just need, uh, yeah, yeah. So it's it's very interesting where you know, ten years or ten plus years in, I look at it very differently than I did when I was first starting out. Uh, and you know, you know, another thing, too, is, and I noticed this personally, when you are in a place, and that's why this podcast is so important, all of the guests that come in and all, all you guys who are the experts to advise us, because when you get to that point where you're financially confident, mm-hmm. when you feel like, okay, I'm in a good spot, you all of a sudden gain that confidence where it's easier for you to walk away and say, no, I can't do this at a discount. And that is probably one of the most liberating things in the mm-hmm. whole world is, and the, you know, I don't even know that it is a financial confidence, it, it, but it is that personal confidence to be able to say, you know what? No, this is my value. This is what I offer you. This is what I know you're going to get out of it. If you can't invest yeah. in that right now, then that's okay. You can find somebody to discount the services, and that's fantastic. Yeah. Go and be blessed, right? <laughs> but I can't do that. And when we are able to step into that, sense of power, that changes the ballgame. I think these are the two spices we need for this special sauce here. <laughs> we need the spice of confidence, personal mm-hmm. confidence, like you said. Mm-hmm. And I do believe a little bit of financial because you have that mm-hmm. confidence when you know you're not desperate to pay yes. the bills because yes. you're yes. fine. Right. Um, you know, and, and I used to say things like I would take jobs because I, I felt like a prostitute. Like I was prostituting uh-huh. myself out. I'm paying for something. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm doing jobs that I really don't want to do. There you go. That's your final right. That's your final thing right there. Yes. You were going to walk away from this podcast not being a prostitute. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sheila Kennedy, thank you so much. How can we find you? How can we follow you? All kinds of social media uh, at The Zebra Inc. And that's Inc. with a K, not a C. Website is www.thezebrainc, again with a K, dot com. Awesome. Awesome. Thanks so much for having me. Next week on the Seven Figures podcast, Lisa Powers joins the conversation. Again, she is our favorite elder law attorney from Harris Beach. And she is going to talk about and give you advice on how to start that conversation with mom and dad to make sure that they are doing everything they need to be doing and to make sure you have a good understanding of where things are just in case you need to step in. That will be next Friday. You have a great weekend and we'll talk to you next week. Cheers to being financially confident women. If you have a personal finance question or feedback about the show, we'd love to hear from you. You can reach out to Sandy at sandy at rochesterbuzz.com. New episode every Friday. Listen, subscribe, and tell a friend about the Seven Figures podcast. Smart money strategies for women.